She was living in a single room with three other individuals. One of them was a male and the other two, well, the other two were females. God only knows what they were up to in there. And furthermore, Susan, I wouldn't be the least bit surprised to learn that all four of them habitually smoke marijuana cigarettes. Reefers. Parental Advisory, Good Moms, Bad Choices. I'm Erica. And I'm Mila. And Mila's sick. I'm telling on you. Yeah, I'm sick. So please excuse my um, heavy breathing and sneezing throughout the episode. I'm going to try and keep it to a minimal. Also, I'm smoking weed, so I hope that helps. That's not going to help. And she's getting on an airplane in the morning, which won't help either. But I'm fully supporting both things. So, And I'm also smoking after you. Which you have a strong immune system, Erica. You'll be I fine. don't. I don't. <laughs> I don't have a strong immune system. Um, but it doesn't matter. Also, uh, this week we're coming to you pre-recorded because I got shit to do. Yeah, Mila's leaving us. I'm going to NYC for Memorial Weekend. So um, we'll tell you next week what we did over Memorial Weekend. <laughs> when it's less hot on the block. Um... I'm pretty sure your stories are gonna be way better than mine. I have no plans. Like, what am I? What am I? What am I doing? Um, something tells me you're gonna find something to get into. What am I doing? What is it? Monday? Uh huh. Wait, you you celebrate all weekend? Oh yeah, that's right. But it's Monday though. Yes, it's on Monday. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Actually, well, it's my girlfriend's birthday, so I'm gonna go do that. Shout out to Ashley, Ashley Runway. Hey girl. Hey Ashley Runway. Happy birthday. Her birthday is actually tomorrow. Happy um, birthday. But. Yeah. I don't... Like, Memorial Day is like an afterthought for me. Like, I always forget about it, and then it, like, creeps up. I mean, it, it used to... Like, when you're under 25, it matters, and now it creeps up. Honestly, the only reason I remember it is because my girlfriend takes her house parties super seriously, and she told me a month ago that I need to be in New York for her super poppin' Memorial Day weekend party, but it's just an excuse to go, because, you know, I got things and things over there, and she has some things over there. Some business. Some business. Um... Also, my grandmother lives in Philly, if anybody wanted to know that tidbit about me. Are you going to go to Philly? Yeah. You know, it's it's only an hour and a half away, like an hour and a half, two hours. Oh, sweet. So, both my parents are from Philadelphia, so you know, that's why I got that West Coast, East Coast vibe. (laughs) (laughs) Like, if you was wondering where that little twang came from, it's because (laughs) both my parents are from Philly. So, I'm kind of hood on the low. You know what I'm saying? Okay, girl. Well, I'm a valley bitch, so. Um, Valley girl. Comes out all the time. Right. They like a lot. Yeah, I'm, I'm I'm definitely more valley than I am anything. <laughs> Although uh, people think I'm from New York sometimes. Do they? Because I don't get New York from you at all. You know? No. Well, maybe your bitch resting bitch face. Fuck you. It's the resting bitch face. It ain't that accent because you say like every five minutes like me, and it ain't. No, but when I go to New York, I start talking like a New Yorker. It's like Madonna when she moved to London. Yeah, and that would be me. I feel like you're gonna automatically talk how you based on your. I do like I like I'd be like yeah I do and like we're gonna get coffee. (laughs) If I I come, I don't really care what you have to say. Like we can go and we don't have to do shit. When we do a New York episode, can we just do the whole episode in New York accents? Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> yes, thank you. I'm pleased. And all our New York followers are going to come for us. Right, but... like, bitch, that sucked. Because <laughs> my New York accent is not that good. But I'm going to work on it all weekend long. Mine is okay. It used to be better. I did a TV show where I had to be from Brooklyn, so I really, really had to, like, Focus get on into it. it. But that was a long time ago. That's a cool challenge. And it's faded. I think I'm going to go to acting school just to challenge myself. You don't have to go to acting school. Just go to your everyday life and be like, today I'm British, bitch. <laughs> or that. <laughs> today I'm from... Uh, South London. Hello. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> How are you doing, mate? Wait, is that Aussie? Uh, uh, sure. The Bobby. Yeah, I gotta work on my accent. You know what's my, my the worst accent I have is like my like 
like Latina accent. You're a, you're a Latina. It's horrible. It's embarrassing. You're how do you speak Spanish and have a horrible Latina accent? I don't know. How mommy? I, okay, mommy. I'm just like I don't know. <laughs> that's I don't like New York. Know. That's like New York. I don't Latina. know. I don't know. It's really embarrassing. I'm not even gonna do it because it's just offensive. How about your Indian accent? That. <laughs> Wait, how about wait, how about when we went to go to the when we went to the comedy Co- store the other night? Oh, I know. <laughs> First of all, nobody in the front would do the Indian accent because they were. Too I was like, God, I wish I was in the front. This comic went around asking people. There was a, a like an Indian man in the front row, and he was just saying like, "What, what was he talking about?" He was talking about Seven Eleven, all types of shit. And then he went around to try to get people to participate in this Indian accent thing, and nobody would do it. I was the one under my breath, like, "Come over here." <laughs> Very racist. We're just joking. I'm actually, I'm pretty sure I'm Indian because I love the Indian store. I love wearing bindis. I love henna. So pretty much they're my people. You got these long ass braids right now. Mm -hmm. Looking like an Indian. Uh, You know, come on Instagram. Check me out. I got new hairdo. New hair. Who this? Mila got new hair, y'all. And it's really cute. I like it. Thanks. Real, real cute. You see my charms I added? I saw that. You Did you do that yourself? Of course. I, so I, went to, I went to the bead store, Michael's, and uh, the hair store just to master these. I saw, didn't I see a feather? Where'd it go? The feather's in here. It's gold, a gold uh, dipped feather. Oh, it's gold dipped? Yeah. Okay, bitch. Oh, did it fall out? No, it's in there. It just hides. Where? It's gone. No, it's higher up. Gold, your feather's gone. Look, look. Was it here? <gasps> <laughs> no, was it? No, that wasn't it. Are you sure? This looks like it was attached to something. This looks like it was on purpose. Oh my god! I saw it earlier, so it's in my house somewhere. This is bullshit. <laughs> um, also, public service announcement: if you find any other bitches with gold dip feathers in their hair, you know where they got it from first. <laughs> That's true. I've yet to see gold dip feathers. Okay, you never see no feathers. Period. I've seen feathers, but you never gold dipped. Let's just be lying. Oh, there it is. I told oh, you it was on oh, there. Oh. Oh, that's so cute. See, I told what you. Was, what was that hiding? In the braids, bitch. Crazy. I told you it was on there tight. I secured the feather. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you secured the bag. I secured the feather. Okay. It's a, it's a look. <laughs> it's cute. I like it a lot. Issa is my favorite urban word that's come up Issa? this year. Issa. I've, I've never used it publicly. <laughs> <laughs> I use it publicly wrongly all the time. Really? Yeah. I, I don't know. I felt like I just, I don't know. I couldn't use it. I didn't feel like it like naturally rolled off my tongue. How? I don't know. I just, I, just, I felt false using it. I felt like a fraud. Excuse us. It's a plain yeah, fly it, by. <laughs> I mean, you can use it anywhere. Like. There is a plane flying. It's a plane flying about by my house right now. <laughs> a little smoother, but yeah. close. See, but. I told you. It doesn't roll off the tongue. That's what I'm saying. Like, I have no, I have no business saying it. I like base my Instagram captions around saying it's a my ins- okay Instagram speaking of Instagram captions they're <laughs> so hard you've been doing really well I, but I think really hard like even today I, I posted know. a photo on my personal Instagram at watch Erica by the way and uh I thought really hard about it I was like okay I have blue eyeshadow the sky is blue like what what did you what? say I said I don't blue. I'm into you. <laughs> like what is that? Who knows? I thought it was brilliant. I'm like, God, she really puts a lot. Of, I need. I really you know need, that was a poem. At Mila Mapo really needs to really needs to step up her game because Erica is just winning with the captions and the posts. Wait, no, my one of my favorites this week was. In case you're wondering what I look like drinking s- s- vodka soda. Yeah. Like, oh, that was smooth, Erica. Wow, I wish I would have thought of something cool like that. I thought I thought I was like you know what I like this photo but I it's like a random photo of me drinking a beverage so what can I say? That was perfect. I guess yeah thanks. I, I was I was kind of proud of that one. Um, I, I noticed it because I thought yeah you know maybe they, maybe they do wonder. Maybe they want to know. Maybe they want to. I wanted to know. You know here, and here you you got your answer. <laughs> it's pretty cute, huh? <laughs> Beautiful. <laughs> oh my goodness, oh. beautiful. Um, anyway. Oh, hi. As hell. Which brings us to our topic. <laughs> Moms who medicate. It's a us. It's a us. <laughs> that didn't really work. See, sometimes it doesn't work, but you gotta try. It's a it's, it's a, a us. It's a good mom. It's a good choices. mom. <laughs> it's a good mom. It's a balanced mom. With a good choice. <laughs> it's a it's a balanced <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh my god. My god. This, is, this is the good weed from the mystery bag. Oh yeah, that's that's definitely your weed that you left me. 
<laughs> we got drunk the other night, came home, and while we were in my drunken stupor, somehow I stuffed Erica's weed jar that was empty with some weed because I had a, so much. I had weed. an abundance. I'm like, she's gonna be so happy when she wakes up. <laughs> You're lucky I didn't just throw that shit away because I knew it was empty, and I was like. Maybe there's one last nut. I was about to throw it away, and I looked, and I was like, whoa. Oh, my God. You're in Warren. I'm happy to throw it away. I was so happy. I was like, oh, she loves me. I'm the weed Santa Claus. <laughs> ho, 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 ho. <laughs> Bitch. <laughs> I'm hilarious. Oh, my God. Well. You're on a roll tonight. Okay. Maybe sickness and weed fit you. Maybe. I haven't even sneezed. <laughs> Oh, my God. Okay, so back to the topic at hand. We chose this topic not only because we're high, but (laughs) (laughs) often. Because we make, we think that smoking weed really makes us better moms. I 100% think that. That's because we're long-term weed smokers. And we know how to handle it and what to do under the weed influence. Can you actually, I want to know your weed story. Like, how did you begin smoking weed? Like, when was the first time? How old were you? Um, honestly, I, even though we're from L.A., I, like, drank really young, but I think I smoked weed one time at, did you ever go to the YMCA parties? There used to be a YMCA party in junior high. I was in eighth grade. And at night you paid five dollars. There would be a DJ, and it was just dark, and they had like one spinning light, and who knows what was going on in there? Lots of disgusting teenage fuckery, <laughs> dancing on walls, feet on the. Ceiling. I never. I knew Club Bling Bling. I don't know about YMCA. But this, actually, is the, this is the this is the first. One. Actually, because Club Bling Bling was high school. That was like ninth. Yes. Grade. Yeah. We both. Did, but clearly, we were premature. We were at the Y. We called it the Y. It yeah. Was actually y'all the were YMCA. doing some new shit. I didn't even know about that. It was that. like seven to eleven. It was five dollars. It was right here, right by uh, North in North Hollywood on Tahangin. Oh yeah, it was in the Valley. Yeah, girl. All the everybody was going, and if you couldn't go, it was a strokeage. <laughs> And one it's day, a strokeage? It's, it's a strokeage. <laughs> it's strokeage a word. Now it is. Um, we lied and said we had to buy tampons from 7-Eleven next door because my friend had some pot. We went to the park. We smoked it. It went back. I'm pretty sure I didn't get high. I didn't really start getting high until college off some whack-ass stress because I was in Georgia and Atlanta. Like, and they call it Reggie, which in mm-hmm. L.A. means terrible. Give you a fucking headache. <laughs> terrible. Um, and then now I can't fucking stop. <laughs> I mean, not that I can't stop, but I, I, I need, I, I really like it. I, I really <laughs> enjoy it. Yeah, I do. What about you? What's your weed story? Um, I was twelve, and I was going to, I was smoked with some girls. I'm pretty sure it wasn't weed though. It was like, it looked like, like oregano. No, it was like it looked like strawberry weeds. They were all like big and shit, and like I didn't even know if I was high. Like I think I was pretending to be high because I didn't know what I was looking for. You know that first everybody knows the first time you smoke weed, you don't get high. Like you really don't. I feel like you just don't know what what's happening. Your body's like, wait, are you serious? What are you doing? And then you're like, I don't know. Am I am I high? Maybe. And so I wasn't high, but then. I smoked again, and th- that was definitely weed, and I definitely got high. So I started smoking, not consistently at all, like 12, but I would say more consistently in high school, so I'd say like 14, heavily. Ha- really? Yeah. yeah. I was probably like 18, 19. Yeah, I mean, I think growing up in the Valley at that time, like, going to, I went to Notre Dame Parties. High School, Notre yeah. Dame High School, ND, what's up? Um, <laughs> You're a nerd for that. And go Knights. <laughs> And we were just a bunch of valley stoners. Like everyone at my school got super high all the time. Like we, would, I would get high before class and go to school. Like, like in the car. Yeah, in the car, especially when I could. Oh my god, when I could drive, it was like finally now I can really get high before school because I'm alone. I never got high before high school. I don't think I got high before high school until I could drive. Yeah, right, right, right. right. Yeah. Um, but you went to like a super like valley school where that's yeah like I'm well sure it's a Catholic is... school it's like, right that's me, what they do but well, my school is Catholic too acceptable shit we couldn't even like dance the dances we had to keep like a ruler space between us so that's because they knew that and that's why all of the girls were whores yeah including they... me <laughs> <laughs> you know you, you discover your pussy and then you you're know, like wow what's just, this I was I wasn't a whore I was just you know being a Scorpio blame it on the Scorpio. That was corny. Okay. <laughs> um, wow, that was an interesting remix. Apparently, my jokes don't translate when I'm high. Yours are hitting my reeling. <laughs> anyway, um, 
Yeah, and so then I smoked heavily forever until I got pregnant. Like, from high school until I got pregnant. So did you stop smoking weed when you got pregnant or heavily? I I felt like I was supposed to, so I did. And then I was like, oh, I should, I can still smoke every now and then. So then I tried. What month smoke. did you decide you're gonna try again? After three months, I think I was like, I'll make it past the first three month period. Right, right. Then I'm safe. Also because I, I think I mentioned this before, like I felt like I couldn't get pregnant, so I was really paranoid about my pregnancy yeah. at first. Um, and then I would smoke, and then I didn't even want it. Like strange, I didn't. I really yeah, didn't smoke yeah, during yeah. my pregnancy. Yeah. Some I know, like some people do, and that's totally fine. I just, I just didn't want it. It was weird. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I smoked like, like you said, here and there when I wanted it, or if I was, you know, wanted to. I did. I didn't. I didn't think of it negatively. You know, like I didn't really drink wine, or I felt like that was my choice. Like I didn't drink wine, so I could smoke a little bit. Oh, I drank wine. I like I had like a couple sips, but like at one point I just. I would have like a glass of wine for sure. My, Not all the time, but like. I would, and even if, I think, I, I don't know what the effects of wine are in pregnancy, I'm sure if you're getting wasted, it's probably not a good idea. But. My, um, my, one of my best friends, oddly enough, who's super hippie, said something to me, so, so you know, my, my younger brother has Down syndrome, and, um, my friend was like, you know, Mozzie, don't drink any wine, and I was like, I, I don't think that one thing has, that has nothing, that's not related, but after she said it, like, I was like, you oh, got pregnant. Yeah, I mean, you got paranoid. Yeah, and then, like, um. So I was just like, let me just stick to weed, even though I don't, I don't think there's any research backing that statement. <laughs> um, and I didn't feel, I didn't feel guilty about smoking. I really feel like it's of the earth. It's really natural. Shit, for like years up until like sixties, like not that long ago, um, they condoned smoking cigarettes for pregnant women, and it was a totally normal thing. And there's like, you know, um, a lot of infant deaths related to cigarette smoking. So. That's true. So, I mean, I, I'm, let me just say, the hippie part of me totally does, is not down with the health industry in America, and I'm more about, like, doing what's natural, so I, I don't trust them anyway. Well, weed comes from the ground, but unfortunately, the weed that people are, a lot of people are smoking now are sprayed with so many different things. Yeah. That it could be unhealthy. Right, right. It could be unhealthy. That's true. You know, like, but if you're smoking weed from the, the Your earth, friend that grew it, yeah. Yeah. I mean, even some dispensaries you can trust, but, like... You have to know where it's, you know, trust it, the source, yeah. yeah. But, I mean, I think, aside from just being pregnant and smoking, I think after smoking, like, like just like I mentioned in, in other episodes, that I felt this weird, like, responsibility to be a certain way after I had Irie, and I felt like, I think also because my uh, my baby daddy smoked weed so heavily, mm-hmm. like, all the time, like, even, that's, like, part of the bond in our relationship like yeah I guess and then he continued to smoke and then I really didn't smoke anymore and then my I just got kind of annoyed by it by his excessive smoking when I didn't smoke because I'm like oh well you get to just keep living your life no and I'm over here just fucking nine months pregnant oh that's great that you can just smoke a 15 blunts today like you know no my thing was like if I'm pregnant Motherfucker, you pregnant too. Yeah, well that that didn't that didn't hold up in my household. Um, <laughs> I mean, mine either, but, but I tried. But so then after that, like I didn't really want to smoke, and then I was just like, well, I was almost like proving a point, like, well, I don't smoke. I mean, I don't smoke a lot. Like I'm a mom. I don't do that. And right. then so, but that's so stupid but to think that I felt that way. I mean, I feel like I've come to I've come a long way in whatever this strange motherhood journey Mo- like version of what I thought motherhood looked like supposed you know was supposed like. to look like which was so weird because I was a stoner my whole life and then suddenly I was like I'm a mother I now can't smoke. it's wrong I think also because my mom kept she she smoked but she would like hide it from me she smoked while she was pregnant I, well my dad told me that she did but that might have been like him being mad at her and trying to like just talk shit. But I wouldn't be surprised. But no, she smoked throughout my whole childhood, on and off, not heavily, but she smoked. Right, and but like, it was like a secret. It was always a secret. Yes, that's same and, thing. Um, but when I started, when I when I started smoking, I've gotten so much trouble. Even though like she's smoking, actually, recently my brother went to his prom this weekend and he had hey, a, a great time, like too much of a great time. Like, and my brother doesn't like drink really. He's kind of he's very low key. And so she got mad at him for smoking. She did? Yes. And I was like, Mom. But she didn't get mad at him for drinking? No, not really. It's so so weird. No, you know what? I think 
that's the difference between like our generation and our parents' generation because we we both have pretty young parents, but like same thing. They were smoking weed, but they uh, were hiding it. And my my dad told me when I was like six or eight or some shit, there was a picture of weed, and I wrote on the back, "I know what this is." And then he said that he would go in the garage and he, he would come back in the house and I would say, "What are you doing in there?" He said, "Nothing. I was just washing clothes." And I said, "Let me smell your hands." <laughs> I don't know. I don't know who I thought I was. Like scandal I don't know but I um I remember knowing and thinking it was this really bad thing and thinking what they're in there doing it's bad mm-hmm. and but I was allowed to smoke in high school like at my best friend's house like your parents know eh, like they did not or, know. or her parents her parents knew, knew. Oh. we went like her mom, yeah, I do. I don't, you know, when you live from the LA and you live in the Valley, you have a different childhood. It's not the same as everybody's childhood. Like, we went to Cabo when we were 15. We were in a bikini contest. We won. The next morning, she wrote us each a joint. We had Easter baskets and our money that we won from the bikini contest. And that was totally like. Everyone had a friend who's, who had a parent like that. Yeah, it was a cool mom. My parent wasn't like that, though. That was not my parent. Like, I had a friend who, like, I smoked bongs with her. With her with, actually, it was a guy. I smoked bongs with his mom in their apartment in Thousand Oaks. Like, that's strange and weird. And, like, why? Why? But, but like, she was that mom. You know what I mean? And, you know, I guess I don't want to be that mom. Honestly, me, me personally, I don't want to. Be the fun mom? The, bitch. No, it's not about being fun. No, I'm just... Jo- I'm, jo- I'm just... No, jo- I think more so... <laughs> I can't be responsible for someone else's child. child. No. Like, if I do that with my child, then that's one thing. But if, like... I can't... Yeah, I wouldn't do that. Unless, but like, with my friends I'm talking about, like, we were in Mexico together. Like, these are my sisters. Like, they were, you know what I mean? Like, if, if, like, she knows my parents well. So it wasn't like you randomly going to some guy. You know what I mean? That I would never be that, like, mom. Are you not drinking at my goddamn house, all these goddamn kids, so I can go to jail? No. No, yeah, I don't... I didn't really know his mom at all. <laughs> um, now, though, it's really weird how, now that I'm an adult, um, first of all, my, my aunt told me my grandmother smoked, and then I noticed the little sneaky thing she did. Your grandma? My grandma. And um, one time I saw her, like, sneaking, and I visited her, and I was like, what are you doing? She's like, I'm going to smoke. Like, <laughs> she was married at the time. She's like, but I can't tell Jim because he gets mad. I was like, I'll come sneak with you. <laughs> and now, honestly, we have, like, this really great, beautiful tequila and, like, marijuana relationship. <laughs> and it's just, she's like, we have so much, we're more so much more relatable. And I can smoke with her and my dad. And before, it wasn't like that. And the one thing that shifted my perspective, um, I lived in Atlanta and I knew a family who had a shitload of kids. And they were young. And one time we were in the car, just before I had kids. I don't know, I think I was hitching a ride to the park, to the party at the park. And he had, like, they were growing, and they had a huge stem, like, marijuana flower, and the kids were looking at it, and he was like, look at the flower I picked. Oh, this is the, I'm like, what a pretty flower. They were smelling it. And I realized at that moment the relationship that they, that would, that, started in you know with the with the with the whole thing wasn't this big scary drug or this bad thing the secret yeah the secret because that to me that was weird i'm asking my dad like, it was like this hands. comes from nature it's beautiful right, it's a flower and, and this you is, can choose what you do with it but this is what mommy and daddy do or this is what you know when you're older you could do but you know it's not like i'm like chiefing all day in my crib or anything but at that moment, I realized, like, oh, that's the relationship that I'm going to start with my kid. You know, like, that's the relationship I'll surround it with because it will sh- it could sh- it will shift the whole narrative. Mm-hmm. No. So that's kind of how I go about it now. But the other day, <laughs> this is so funny we chose about this. Her, she had a doll that must have laid in the counter that had, like, a little bit of weed residue on it. <laughs> and then I, like, it was on the couch. And she said, Mommy, <laughs> the monkey got smoke on it. <laughs> I was like, dear Lord Jesus, that can't be good. <laughs> I was like, oh, uh, <laughs> wiping the doll off. But yeah. Oh my God. What about for you, for Ivy? You know, I don't, like, I just recently started smoking, like, with her in my area, in my space. You know, right, I wasn't like, like a secret, but it was something that I just kept away from her. Right. I wasn't like, if she ever caught me, I'd be like, go away, or something like that. Um, but, I mean, after I got over this idea of whatever this mother thing was and I started smoking again, now I go, I have, like, I go in waves. Like, sometimes I smoke more, sometimes I don't smoke a lot. Like, it's, like, not like how I used to be where it was, like, consistently heavy all the time. And I think it's just because I'm just busier. I don't know. Yeah, I have more shit to do. And 
I think weed, I just have a different relationship with it than I used to. But I, I think for me personally, like, I don't really want to roll a joint in front of Irie, like her sitting here watching mm-hmm. me do it. I want her to, and not that, I don't know, like, if maybe it's something within me that I just feel like Isn't she can that? have that own discovery and with me, but just not right now. Right, 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 right. right you know, like. Yeah. Um, That's fair. Yeah, I just feel like. I just don't feel... It makes me feel uncomfortable. Yeah. And if it makes me feel uncomfortable, I'm just going to go with how I'm feeling. Of course. But it's definitely not a secret. Like, you know, like, I smoke in front of her. Um, But... I, I mean, do I hope that Irie doesn't smoke in the future? Like, I think of about course, things, no parent wants to. Like, well, here's another thing: you have to know how it affects you. I don't care if she smokes in the future. I just want it to be her choice and not influenced by her curiosity because I've made it a mystery. You know, because that's where my curiosity. Oh, really? Because you felt like it was a mystery. Yeah, I was like, what are these secret papers with this like Middle Eastern man on them? Zigzags. <laughs> Like, that's, oh, like, the first thing I found. I was like, man? what is this Middle yeah, Eastern? Yeah, I remember that, like, what is this? And it was white and gold. Please. It was pretty. And I was like, ooh, this is cool. And I was like, mommy. And I remember her being like, like, give me those. Yeah. yeah, I was like, where would you find those? I'm like, in the box on the counter. Like, you <laughs> know. Their little notes. What is it? Or, like, finding, like, her little, like, pipe thing. And I will never forget. There was this one time that my mom. I don't know if it was her or my stepdad, but they were they had smoked and they <clears throat> were high and they left the joint on the table. And then I came in and saw the joint and then my mom was like, Did you leave that there? And she should have blamed me. Yeah. And I was no like way. I was like No, she was high. Is what? what? <laughs> she, she was like, You left that there. You were smoking. And I was like, uh, no. You're I was not. <laughs> like, am I really being blamed? For your shit right so, now. So, um, do you yeah. think she remembers that? Probably not. No. She probably has a different version of it. You know. <laughs> That's like funny. every mom and daughter. Right. Um, but, yeah. I don't want it to be like that. I don't want it to be like that. But I get why she felt that way. Especially because now the weed, the stigma of weed is like so much different now than it was in the 90s when like crack was around. <laughs> every right. drug was bad. Right, right, right. You know what I mean? Drugs were drugs. It's a war on drugs. It's literally. a war on drugs. All of them. Yeah. You know? So I just feel like it's also just a different time. And that's why we see groups like Facebook groups with, like are supporting moms, women, moms who, who medicate. Smoke. Yeah. Yeah. And I have to smoke now. Like sometimes like even today, like I was like, okay, I need a glass of wine or I need some weed. And you know, it's been a long day. And like, not that I can't cope on my own guys. You know, people are like, oh, you, you can't cope. You're, yeah, you're using it as a crutch or whatever the hell you call it. No, I deal with my shit. But sometimes you just... You need to smoke a joint. <laughs> Honestly, I'm a better parent. I'm a better person. Like, my attitude and my opinion about something can totally, like, if I could be aggravated and be like, you know what? That doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's totally cool. It's fine. That's your opinion. Yeah. You think I suck? Okay. Good for you. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I'm, a, you know, I'm a nice, nicer person. It's true. No, it's definitely calmed me down. The other night, my friend brought over um, CBD oil like it, but it was in a pen form which I'm kind of skeptical about the whole pen smoking thing only because I've heard really bad things really like, like what that is just really unhealthy for you you're like inhaling all these things that are on this oil or like have oh, liquefied okay. it into oil you're inhaling you can be inhaling butane in certain things uh, right right you if know, it's not like not yeah good for you. yeah um but even Felicia like we had Felicia on a few uh two weeks ago and she was talking about her CBD oil and like it, how it doesn't it, 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 oh, like she's she's re- gonna, she's getting like really re- like relaxed, but she's not feeling high. Yeah, mm-hmm. so that's also an alternative for people who are who are afraid. And again, like we say this according to knowing yourself. Like if you don't smoke weed, don't just go get high because you listen to this and be around your kids and start like because some people could freak out. There's different. First of all, there's different types of weed. There's different strands that make you feel different ways. So don't. Don't take this as a public service announcement <laughs> to just go on a whim and smoke some weed. If you don't regularly smoke weed, if you're not sure how it affects you, you need to do it with an adult friend. <laughs> you need to do it when the kids are not home a few times before you practice it alone. And you need to know what type of weed you're smoking. And you need to smoke a little bit mm-hmm. with a friend. Don't eat an edible. <laughs> and don't, and just don't eat edibles until, until you're, you're like, like until a you... year in. Because that's a whole different thing. And if you, like, lick it. Edibles for me are like I can't even now as no, an I experienced don't. weed smoker. They've always affected me totally in a different, fucked up way. <laughs> no, for real, I can't. I'm like I've had one really cr- bad experience eating a little delicious little cupcake with sprinkles. Hell no. 
I, my friend made these little mini apple pies and I ate one of them not thinking they were that strong. They were so good because, you know, I love my sugar. And I ate the whole thing and, like, I swear to God, girl, I couldn't see. Like, I was, like, yeah. like I was spinning. Yes. Like, yeah, it's my different. eyes, like, everything was shaking. I was like, what the fuck? And then I woke up. I, like, fell asleep for, like, six hours. I woke up and I was still tripping. I was like, never again. And then, of course, I did it, like, ten more times. And the same thing happened. Because I don't learn my lesson. <laughs> yeah, because it takes ten times to learn your lesson. I mean, I've done a lot of shit. Because weed in food form cannot be passed up by me. Right. Because, <laughs> what? My two favorite things combined into one? I must try. And they're usually, must usually try. as a dessert form. Yes, right. thank you. Oh, uh, God. oh, one of the reasons I wanted to talk about this tonight is because one of my girlfriends uh, DM'd me asking me my experience with, um, with smoking weed and breastfeeding. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, I did it. First of all, Luna still thinks she's breastfeeding, like, yesterday. She's still trying to. Wait, can I say something? I don't know if it's because of Luna or what, but today Irie has been trying to, to suck my nipple. No way. I swear to God. No, like, no. She girl. Did she see Luna try? I don't know. I don't know if she saw Soul. Like, oh, so, oh my God. She's re- but the thing is, they don't forget. Like, it's still, like, a No, blankie. but you breastfed way longer. I breastfed for three months. <laughs> Okay, three. She was three months old when she it has, stopped. She remembers. It's, 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 she don't remember. She see. You think she remembers three months? I don't think so. It's uh, innate in us to, to do this side. What was that? <laughs> oh, my God. Um, yeah, that happened today. I, she did it like three different times. I was like, what are you doing? What, what, I, was, but I, don't want, I was just like, babe, what are you doing? And she's like, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I was like, okay. I'm dying. Because <laughs> you can imagine she, it. She said I tried something new. <laughs> what, mom? I saw the other kids doing it. I remember something like, I'm like, you know, okay, no, all right. All right, no, no. No, Luna's ass, and then we'll get mad. She will, like, turn me over so she can have a grip on my boob. I'm like, yo, I don't want to sleep on my back. <laughs> And the, um, boy, anyway, back to the, back to the, oh, the breastfeeding thing. Um, yeah, I did. And just so you guys know, naturally, let me look at my notes. Let me refer to my notes so I don't say the wrong information. Yeah, we got notes because we're classy. And we have, so we need notes. Okay. Yeah, Especially right. today. Today, right. Um, it, uh. The body basically naturally has cannabinoids, cannabinoids in breast milk. We produce naturally cannabinoids, so it helps the baby sleep and it helps the baby have an appetite. So yeah, it's natural. Yeah. So yeah, it's natural. So it's natural. (laughs) And that's all you need to know. (laughs) The end. Good night, bitches. Just kidding. Just kidding. Um, Oh, but also on a. A negative note. My other, I know of another story of a friend who had a baby in the hospital, and upon giving birth, the baby had a positive um, results for THC or whatever. And they didn't take the baby, but I think they like threatened it, and she had to take like a some kind of class through the state. But this is also Georgia again. I mean, yeah, it's crazy. But yeah. um, that's why uh, gotta be. That's why you have to live in California. Seriously, you gotta just just move. Just want to. Just you want to live that life. <laughs> relocate because you're going to be judged anywhere else but you know what I find when I'm high around Irie is that I'm just more like playful <gasps> I'm more playful and I'm I'm like way more in tune with her sometimes yeah, sometimes, sometimes I'm like wow I'm like we're in me- sync and seriously? I'm like oh because I almost feel like my mind goes it's back to it's like most primal like, original state yeah childlike yes. state yeah that gets jaded you know what I mean and so it's hard to have an imagination like a child because of the world we live in. It's stressful. Yeah. And you're, you have other things on your plate. But I'm so happy you said that because you hit that shit right on the nose. Yeah. I literally ha- feel that way all the time. Even when she was really little, I was like, am I going to regret being like under the influence, quote unquote? But there were times, like, call me crazy. We, she was like talking to me in my mind. And she was looking so deeply into my soul. And I don't think I would have been as receptive and realizing how deeply connected and how like mature she was on the inside unless I was like, I feel like it's a spiritual drug, and or not even a drug, a spiritual herb, and it opens your third eye, and it makes you a little bit more receptive to certain things. I agree, too. Side note, have you ever, like, dated somebody and then got high with them and suddenly don't like them anymore? Yeah. 
I was like, oh my God, I'm never smoking weed. I was like, I'm not, I don't want you to touch me. I'm not attracted to you. What am I doing here? I had to text my friend like, has this ever happened to you? Of course. Because I don't even like this person. <laughs> Suddenly, I'm freaking out. Yeah. No, I mean, I think I think that too. I think you get very relaxed. And so you're more relaxed into who you might be by yourself, mm-hmm. you know, in front of people. And also, yeah, I feel like with Irie, when I... When I'm when I get high and then we go play like anything hide and seek or just any of her games, I'm just more in tune and I'm just more. I'm just I don't know I don't know what it is, but it's definitely something that is different. Yeah, I, I definitely believe it's a spiritual a spiritual herb and it does take you to a different like mind space. Yeah. So. Um, <laughs> oh my god you want some more wine <laughs> um yeah sure pour it up watch it out fall out is that the word mm-hmm. <laughs> um do you have anything else to add on the topic oh do we have oh we have questions oh well yes we have a question for sure we, uh, we need to answer and I would just say, you know, if you're a, a woman out there that, or a parent out there or just a person out there who doesn't even have children, who, you know, doesn't smoke. Or previously judged it or overthought about, like, doing it because it's always been bad all your life. Yeah, you have to kind of put it in perspective. It's a, first of all, it's a plant. And you, you hear more people die from drinking and driving or you hear them people fighting, wives getting beaten, you know, just dumb shit happening on so many things. You don't ever hear that shit on weed. Like, the guy smoked weed and murdered his wife, you know? Like, the guy smoked weed and beat Right, Like, right. the girl then, smoked weed and she, wait, like... psycho crazy. Yeah. <laughs> right, like, never, never has it happened, okay? Uh, and if it did, there were other things happening, so... Other than, you didn't smoke weed. Yeah, bitch, okay. what did you smoke? <laughs> Something else was in that. <laughs> Smoky and fried eye. Yeah, I just hope that we can push past the, the the stigma of of parents who smoke. I think that as long as you're responsible, you're handling your business, and you and your kid have an understanding of what that means to you guys, then that's all that matters. You know what? This is all about what the fuck you want to do and what makes you feel comfortable. You know, like... Everybody- but, but, you know, but some people's, like, they're... Their versions of whatever the fuck you want to do are crazy. So then, like, they need like a they need like a line, right. you know? <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. Like, not whatever. I mean, not whatever you want to do. You know what I'm saying? Like, like someone is with, 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 she's like, oh, girl, I can do what? I can do whatever. <laughs> I knew I was right. <laughs> Charlie, hand me the vodka. Um, I like these bitches. <laughs> <laughs> I knew I liked these bitches from the beginning. <laughs> Bring me my crack pipe. <laughs> No, 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 none of that. <laughs> We're saying with balance, with ra- with ration, um, responsibility. That's important, you know. Just be smart. Don't like that's what I'm saying. If you don't smoke all the time, if you don't get paranoid, if you know you get weird, don't do it. Yeah, don't. We are professional. But at least try it. We are professionally <laughs> weed smoking moms. But at least try it. <laughs> Don't try this at home. Only try it at home. <laughs> Don't try this in public. Don't for your first time. Ever. The first three times. Um, oh my god. Okay. So there's no advice for the show. Move to California. Don't try pot alone if you've never tried it before. Try it in the house three times. If you don't smoke pot, no don't edibles. edibles. <laughs> at least for eight months. Start slow. Build up that tolerance. <laughs> Puff a little. Find out what type of ne- weed is for your needs. Yeah, sativa, indica. There's a difference. And there's a hybrid, okay? You need to ask all these questions. Hybrids, yeah. Sativa hybrid's my fave. Anything else? And uh, if you've never gotten high before or recently, definitely don't try it the first three times with your kids alone. Or just with your kids. No. Okay? Wait, do it alone. And this is not a green light to do all drugs. <laughs> we do not endorse. This only pertains to medical, no, just to marijuana. Me- recreation and medical marijuana. marijuana. Yes. We are not therapist doctors. You may explain experience. <laughs> we are not licensed doctors. Just two moms that in <laughs> Telling our personal experience. 
Okay, let's get to these questions. We're fucking high. <laughs> and we're like so exhausted and sick before this. Suddenly, the, look, we didn't mind. Okay. This one's from today. Did you see this? Um, this is from at Qualionaire. Yeah, I saw this. Hello. Um, it talks about single parenting in your bio, and I wanted to hear y'all talk about how you transitioned into being single if you were single through the pregnancy, how you dealt with the transition if there was one, being sad while trying to take care of another human. This is a lot of questions. <laughs> going through the right, uh, going through that right now, and it's ripping my heart. Thanks, y'all. Okay. Okay. So being single and what that was like, or the transition of being single. Were, um, we, were we single during pregnancy? How you transitioned into being single, and if we were single during pregnancy. We. I wasn't single during pregnancy. Which, I. No, I wasn't either. Um, which probably could be difficult to do because you're super hormonal if you are single during pregnancy. Um, but also. On the contrary, being miserable during pregnancy, knowing that you don't want to be with someone and sticking around because you're pregnant is not also a good, healthy thing either. So sometimes you got to grow through some things. Mm-hmm. Um, and how did you transition from being to being single? One word. Oh, God. <laughs> you're, oh, my God. Don't ask this bitch shit when she's like, how did you transition into being single? It's your favorite thing of all time. Tinder. <laughs> yes. Oh, yeah, Tinder. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Tinder is um, the best that tool that can ever be used if you're been in a relationship for a while and you find yourself single. Tinder.com. Is it a dot com? <laughs> oh, First okay. of all, this is not an ad at all, by the way. I just genuinely fucks with Tinder. Honestly, Erica is the number one endorser of Tinder. This is according to Erica only. Although, I'm not sure. I don't know. She's had some really pleasant experiences. So. I was actually supposed to meet up with the Tinder person oh, what, today. What happened to that? I canceled because I had too much shit to do today. I didn't have time. Uh, you got scared because she... No. Because all, all the person's pictures are for, from far they away. They are far away. But no, I didn't get scared. I, we were scheduled. We're going to do this on Friday. I'm going to call you. What time? At 12 p.m. Oh, 1 p.m. Okay, I'll call you at 2. On, on Friday. Um, but okay. I don't know. I feel like I feel like I've maybe run my course. Like I feel like all my luck has run out because I'm a little nervous about about this one. Well, just to get your feet wet and just get back out there, Tinder. And is I've a never good really tool. used Tinder to meet women. Like I've you, I've like always been open to women on Tinder. Like, but you never like met up with a girl. Mm-mm. I feel like it's never followed through. Like yeah. I've talked to I've talked to women, but it's never followed through. So I'm just like okay. We'll see. We'll see how this goes. But um, yeah, Tinder. If you're single and you find yourself single, and it's a nice way to get back out there. It is, and you deserve to get your groove back. I mean, even if it's just practice, you know. That's all it is. It doesn't have to be anything more than that. But you know, some people can't handle Tinder. You have to have a certain like. You have to have like. I have certain friends I know wouldn't do well on Tinder. If you're super overly emotional and get attached easily, Tinder is mm-hmm. not for you. It's absolutely not for you. If you have more mannish tendencies like Erica and I, <laughs> jump in <laughs> head first. Um, okay, back to the questions. How did you transition, if there was one, to being single? Uh, being sad and, and while trying to take care of another human. I recently went through this and it's. A few times, actually, while I've had a child. And you just have... Like, I don't know. I just... You have to... When I look at Irie, like, I'm like, I have have no choice but to be okay. I feel like if I didn't have a kid, then I would be... Of course, I was sad, and I've been sad, but I just feel like you have to make your child your biggest priority when you're going through something like that. It kind of gets you through. Yeah. It'll it'll bring you so much joy, and it'll... push you through because it kind of reminds you it'll make you sad because when i looked at her and me and my, like i'd be like oh my god i just you look like him like seriously yeah, like i'm like sure. every day for the rest of my life i'm gonna look at you and think of him and also i have to talk to him every day because <laughs> like he's your dad and shit <laughs> <laughs> like this is not a break this, this is, is a normal breakup it's, yeah it's the most it's this fucking most like annoying breakup of, of all time the one with your baby daddy you know it yeah. totally is because there's no real breaking up it haunts you for life they're around you forever, forever, ever, ever, ever. So make sure you pick a good one, good one, good one. <laughs> For real though, like that's the biggest advice I can give to anyone who doesn't have kids yet. Pick them good. Pick them. Pick, pick them good. good. Pick them real good. <laughs> pick them mature and logical. Um, but yeah, you know, just focusing on your child and focusing on 
what makes you feel good. Honestly, just do what makes you feel good. Even if you feel like I shouldn't do this or do that, just try to live a little bit because it'll make you feel alive and it will just remind you, you know, who you, who are. you are with yeah. or without someone else and who you are now that you're, you know, about to have a baby or have a baby. Like, it, stay true to yourself and your happiness. Don't do what, don't get sad because this is a common thing. Don't get sad about what you thought was going to be or what you thought it should be. Like, that, those are not good things to be sad about because I found myself obsessing about that a lot. Like, I wanted my, my you know, my family. I wanted to be married. I wanted to have the, the same baby's daddy, you know, because it was that stigma. Like, oh, my God, this baby's daddy. And then, but at the end of the day, like, I'm like, what's important? Like, the my, a stigma, what people think, or my true happiness? Can I see myself in this position forever? Hell No. I mean, you know, a lot of times you know in your gut what's right for you, but you your feelings kind of go against the grain and go through limbo because there's all this bullshit around what's supposed to be and how shit's supposed to look. But you will only, like, you only fuck yourself trying to please other people and, you know, be in their opinion. No, 100%. Yeah, you have to just, you have to do what you gotta do for you. Um... Don't let it rip you apart, you know, uh, stay close to friends and really just dive into your baby because that's the best part. And, and just just know that uh, like divine timing and everything's happening for a reason. And like I said, you got to grow through some things and sometimes always painful situations make you stronger and make you a better person. You know, it's a part of life. It's just yeah. it's just I feel like you also have to analyze like, OK, what brought this to me too? You know what I mean? Like, you just have to make it a learning experience, you know, so that you don't do it again. You don't allow someone that you thought was this and that to deceive you because that's what... what and, and also, don't take it personally because a lot of times it has nothing to do with you. You know, people have their own their own shit and they project it on you. So it's not the thing to take personally. You know what you're worth. You know what you deserve. And that's what you're going to get. That's it. Mm-hmm. Um, are there any other questions? Is that it? That's it. We, we, we got them all. She just... Okay. Yeah. If you want to talk some more, you can always DM us. We're here. Um, we had one more question. And I did respond to her, but we can still ask. What her. was it? It was kind of heavy, actually. Maybe we should ask. Maybe we should um, address it because... It's something many people go through. Okay. Where is it? I can't find it. Was it in yours? Is it this one? Or was it in your in your personal? I know. Did we answer this one? Yeah, we already answered that one. That's when we answered last week. I thought you said it was in your personal DMs. Was it? You told me that. I don't think so. Okay. Oh, okay. No, it's right here. Okay. Okay. Got it. Oh, I was like, please haul, y'all. Please. Oh, my God. We might have to. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Um, This is, I don't know if they want to stay anonymous, so I'm just going to not name them. Hey, I saw your post, so I need advice. I'm not sure you can help, and I totally get if you're not comfortable doing so. However, about a week ago, my ex-boyfriend got very abusive with me. Long story short, I got a restraining order, but I'm wondering how do I move on. I feel so alone, but I'm clueless on how this whole process works. I know I need therapy, but I just don't know how to deal in the meantime. Again, totally cool if you don't feel comfortable answering this. Just figured I'd take a shot. Girl... Wait, ain't nothing, ain't, ain't nothing off the, um, not on the table. Right, nothing. This is a no judgment zone. We're all human, having human experiences. Yes, so. please, no. Anyway, um, I was just going to say, you know, when you go through something abusive, I mean, that's the hardest thing to take, to get, that's probably, I don't know your story, but I'm assuming that wasn't the first time. You know what I mean? Or if it is, the first time it's not going to be the last time so just you know if someone can get take it to that level then it's time to separate and you have a, you, obviously you've taken the steps to get a restraining order and so you realize how serious it is but now it's time to just focus on yourself i mean you did the total right thing about getting a restraining order um i think as women a lot of times we have like 
connect, you know, we, we're connected to people. We don't want to hurt people and we're nurturing naturally and we don't take reinforced because it's almost a norm. Like I went through it and I almost was, I, I went through it more than once and I would find myself like low key making excuses or making it not that big of a deal. And now that I'm out of it, I see how psycho that was and how like what a low key, like a battered woman I was and like not taking those steps makes that person think that that's the norm and that's okay and it's not you know so like anybody going through anything like that do what you got to do and know that you and and also it it kind of prevents you from backstepping and and, and convincing yourself it's okay and, and still like having a relationship with those with that abuser so that's not to be taken lightly you know and it, it will fuck you up but this shit is traumatizing yeah no I mean, I think sometimes it's, I mean, when you're in an abusive relationship, it's so, it's usually like mental, physical, so it, they got you wrapped around your finger, but you have to remember or try to remember like who you were because you were someone before that, you know what I mean? And that's why that person's drawn to you. They wanted to draw, get, they they were drawn to you and then they sucked all of you Dry. Away. And, then, <laughs> That's and, and they, they broke you down to a little per- to something smaller than what you once were, and it does take time to expand back out because you've literally allowed someone to deplete you and deplete you and deplete you and deplete you emotionally and spiritually, and you gotta rebuild yourself and replenish yourself. And even I'm going through that right now, honestly. Like, and it's sometimes it's short, sometimes it could take longer, but you know, you have to heal yourself, and that takes time. But first, you gotta recognize, and it seems like you recognize it. The biggest part, that's the biggest, biggest part. part. Like, once you do then it's uphill, you know, it's little steps. It's like eating good, taking care of yourself, exercising, making time to have activities, whatever the fuck makes you feel good, you know, mm-hmm. getting back to what makes you happy. Yeah, coming to with coming together with friends, family, if you have them, you know. Hobbies. Yeah. Um, I think that's it. That's it. That's a wrap for today's show. Yeah. Um, it was a little shorter than normal because we tied. It's a tie. It might not even be shorter than normal. It's I'm probably not. long. I know. Fuck. <laughs> Sorry. We're going to work on it. <laughs> Cheers. Good night. Happy Memorial Day. Don't forget to check out our Instagram at. Oh, wait, it's every. Exact, wait. What? <laughs> stop talking right now. Just stop. I got it. <laughs> that wasn't even English. <laughs> <clears throat> like I was saying, <laughs> come check us out on Instagram at goodmoms underscore bad choices. You could ask for advice in our DMs. You can check us out being sexy on Thirst Trap Thursday, Thirsty yeah. Thursdays, and a, a plethora of other things. Good children's books, good reads, us, our faces, our cute kids, <laughs> advice, you know. Also, you could check us out on our personal Instagrams. I'm at Mila, M-I-L-A-H, underscore Mappo, M-A-P-P-O, and... At Watcher, yeah. Figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> Bye, y'all. Bye. I smoke two joints in the morning. I smoke two joints at night. I smoke two joints in the afternoon. It makes me feel all right. I smoke two joints in time of peace and two in time of war. I smoke two joints before I smoke two joints 